Welcome to Bridging the Gap. I'm your host, Marianne Rose. You are about to embark on a relevant and timely journey of thought with registered psychologist, Dr. Cyrus Dirksen. Thank you for tuning in and expect to be enlightened right now. Hey there, Cyrus. How are you doing? Very good. Hey, Marianne. Good. Yay. I'm glad to hear it. Well, right now we are sitting in your office and it is thankfully raining it is raining boy is it raining yes it's coming down we can hear it on the street we can hear it coming on the roof it's, and it's been something we've been waiting for for a long time yes we're having a good solid full day rain right mm-hmm. now we are so thankful for that one thing as an announcement is mm. that maple crest church is going to be back live at park theater mm. Osborne, uh. September 26th. Yes, we are expectant and waiting and excited about getting started. Mm-hmm. Very special. I'm so thankful for that in-person services. Mm-hmm. And it's been under renovations for a while, and we're so excited about all the changes that mm-hmm. we're going to see there. Yeah, it'll be new and ready for us. Yes. And that'll be so nice. It'll be so nice to be together again, feel connected in that other way. That's yeah. good. And that's what we're seeing more now is mm-hmm. some opening up of people being able to get together again there's still a lot of protectiveness mm, and that's mm-hmm. okay we're going to have lots of grace and patience for the season mm. ahead and the unknown mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah dealing with the unknown it's tough it's tough to not know exactly what's coming but i think winnipeg's a great place for that i think manitoba is a great place very friendly and a lot of tolerance and a lot of grace mm-hmm. i'm so thankful for that yeah pretty sweet. I mean, I know that there's two sides, like some people are tripping. Mm. That's okay, too, because Mm -hmm. people have to deal with what their feelings are and Mm -hmm. recognize whether or not it's helpful or not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Most of the time, if they're just raging, (laughs) and they're maybe not seeing perspective because they're just seeing red, Mm -hmm. the world. (laughs) The delights and the horrors. But we are going to have an interesting conversation now about the beginning of time. Mm. the world and how it began and what is humanity and mm-hmm. <laughs> so dramatic to say <laughs> that but it does go back to the beginning and what we're going to talk about right now is our response to people when we feel they've lied to us mm. or we mm-hmm. know they've lied to us yeah. and one example of different types of reactions we might have way back in the garden that God had when Adam shows up covered mm-hmm. in leaves mm-hmm. was who told you you were naked? Who told you you were naked, yeah. And I think that feeling of raw exposure, mm-hmm. I think it's precious. Mm-hmm. But it's scary mm-hmm. for the person who's experiencing that feeling of being exposed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's disruptive to the person they hurt. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's that first response. I mean, Adam comes and he's wearing clothes. He's hiding. He's kind of saying, oh, I don't want to be exposed. I don't want to be naked. So sometimes you can tell that somebody's feeling exposed by how much they cover up. You can tell how vulnerable somebody is feeling by how much they put in between you and them. How worried they are about being hurt or about being ridiculed or they will put up walls. They will put up things that create a feeling of safety for them. And I mean, a basic one is clothing, but there's so many other ways, which is okay (laughs) most of the time. But people will find ways to hide themselves, and that can look like different things. Maybe it can look like being defensive. Like, oh my goodness, I don't want to be exposed. I don't want to 
feel vulnerable right now, so I am going to do something about that. I'm going to blame somebody else. I'm going to maybe lie. I'm going to see things a certain way and talk about things a certain way that distracts from me right now and that hides me. So that's a good thing. If you're in a situation, you're a little bit confused. If you see somebody and they're hiding, it can be an indication that they're not feeling safe. They're feeling vulnerable. They're feeling Mm -hmm. naked. Maybe attacked Mm -hmm. and accused. Mm -hmm. And that experience of being accused, even if it's true, Mm -hmm. but there isn't evidence maybe for it. Maybe there is. But Mm -hmm. the feeling that a person has is that they are seen Mm -hmm. and that they're judged. And what I wanted to talk about is we can see differently so that we can have compassion Mm. towards the person in their fragile, raw, Mm. seen humanity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's an interesting thing to try to be compassionate in a situation where you are potentially being blamed or hurt or something like that by a person who is being defensive and trying to hide. And how do you help somebody who's feeling vulnerable and feeling naked in that way? And it's not easy because usually what happens is you have your own reaction. If somebody's trying to be defensive and they're not making sense, it's illogical, it's emotional, it's maybe hurtful, maybe even dangerous. I mean, obviously safety is important, so that's something that needs to be taken care of. But, you know, if there's safety, how do you help somebody through a process like that when potentially you're getting emotionally hit with something? You're getting emotionally hit with somebody who's being illogical, emotional, blaming, things like that. It's not easy because we have our own emotional reaction. They're hiding and then they kind of do something and it makes us want to hide. It makes us want to put up barriers. It makes us want to make ourselves less vulnerable. And then that cycle can continue. And or so. more powerful, oh, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Because then if a person sees that exposed mm-hmm. and feels yeah. themselves betrayed yeah. by that exposure because that other person was in relationship with them, mm. like I said, whether or not there's evidence, there's the feeling of, and then there's the noticeable reaction mm. that the other person has. Okay, so now just going back to the one who is watching, mm-hmm. in that moment, if they can understand this principle that we're talking about right now is to switch on compassion Mm -hmm. in the moment that they see Mm -hmm. the raw Mm -hmm. humanity, the fragility Mm -hmm. even if Mm -hmm. it comes out as Mm -hmm. defensiveness and anger Mm -hmm. to to see that as fragile and that they know they're with a human being Mm -hmm. who's hurting and scared and then you would soften towards that instead of Yeah, exactly. And that's challenging because it feels like when somebody's defending, when they're doing that, they're trying to make themselves look strong. And so they peacock in front of you, their feathers go out, you know, they push out their chest and sound big and sound powerful. And it's hard to believe that in that moment, the person's actually feeling vulnerable and scared and deny it. They would deny usually that feeling inside of themselves. They might not be aware of it. They might be aware of it, but don't want to admit to it. And what's interesting is that usually in order to react with compassion, one of the things that predicts that is a feeling of internal authority or power. If you feel safe and powerful in yourself, you are more likely to have compassion be accessible to you in that moment. But if you feel actually threatened, you're probably more likely to respond with a similar kind of reaction of feeling unsafe and being defensive. But if you feel powerful in yourself, it's kind of like if you were dealing with a two-year-old or something like that, and they have a reaction, 
And it's like, well, you're just a little guy, you know, and, and I can just pick you up or I can just manage this and you're not actually going to hurt me. You can often find, even though two-year-olds can be activating for a lot of people too, there's more people who can respond differently or respond with compassion because you feel this authority, you feel this safety in that situation. And so one of the things you're looking for in this is how can you give yourself a feeling of authority when somebody else is reacting? And that usually can help you to feel that compassion. I would suggest that it could come from also being honest to yourself. Mm -hmm. And instead of putting the leaves on Mm -hmm. and hiding in your nakedness yourself, that you become more vulnerable and open Mm -hmm. with your own humanity Mm -hmm. in that relationship or in life in general, because I think that that is where some of that strength is going to come from. Mm -hmm. Your own Your own truth. Yeah. Yeah. That truth gives you that power. And I think that can work in both directions where one way to actually feel more authority in the situation is to listen to us and then you'll understand. You'll understand what's going on. Like when somebody's being illogical, when somebody is reacting in front of you, it's probably because they're anxious and insecure and feeling unsafe, even if they're not aware of it. And if you understand that, it actually gives you, oh, now I understand. And understanding can give you that feeling of authority where you're not confused you're not feeling it the same way because you understand the situation and understanding can give you a feeling of security. And so if you understand the situation more, you can react more logically yourself. You can go to a place of compassion. And it's very counterintuitive to actually become vulnerable yourself in the face of somebody who is being emotional or things like that. And it takes some wisdom on how to do that. There's times when you want to protect yourself and make sure that you're safe for sure. But there are opportunities when somebody else is being reactive, oftentimes a soft answer, oftentimes being vulnerable yourself, speaking with your own truth, can disarm. It can disarm this kind of response. It can help people to feel safer when they're vulnerable. It's like, oh, we're doing that. We're not going to fight right now. You're becoming vulnerable. Oh, okay. I can maybe then think about maybe I'm safe here. Maybe you're not going to hurt me. Because they sense compassion rather than the accusation. Mm. Accusing is often what leads to more Mm -hmm. hiding, more defensiveness, more fear. Mm -hmm. Because it's not safe Mm. with a person who's responding that way. Maybe you want to Mm -hmm. because you're feeling (laughs) outraged. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how can you consistently Mm -hmm. respond with or turn on compassion even to your own Mm -hmm. hurt? This person hurt you. They did Mm -hmm. something. They said something. Mm-hmm. And you just want to run mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. stone them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm using a biblical term. Yes. Like, just like yep. throw something at them, throw a rock at them. Throw Give them some justice. Yes. Yes. No, you're right. I mean, when you're in that moment, it's challenging. Another source, I said before, understanding, you can get understanding and that can give you a feeling of authority. Another one is you can feel that authority by understanding that you're spiritually safe. Like even if somebody threatens you or threatens to take something away, you can have safety because you're connected to God and God is going to take care of you. Like if you have faith in a higher authority, then you aren't as vulnerable. You can become vulnerable. You can become vulnerable in who you are because you are loved. You are taken care of. You have promises that are there. 
so people can do things to you and it's not world-ending anymore because you have this extra source of authority in your life and it's protective and that safety can then help you that safety that feeling of protection can then allow you to feel less threatened it's funny when you say that i picture somebody going nyar, 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 nyar. <laughs> god's with me <laughs> <laughs> you can't hurt me. Now. You can't hurt me. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> well, I would say that's probably a little cocky. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, not exactly what we're talking about. Just a gentle, peaceful mm. trust. Reaction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's one way to express it, though. I mean, <laughs> but yeah. But so I, I agree. I think that if you're in that place where you feel that protection, it gives you that feeling like you can distance yourself, and so you can actually connect yourself like you can be like I am connected to God and so I'm open to connection with you not a sassy arrogant response (laughs) I mean it's probably something else to protect your heart about when Mm. you're wanting Mm -hmm. to look for compassion is not to be arrogant Mm. I am better than you so I'm in this better position higher position Mm. more spiritually connected yeah and then it's just like well that blows that one out (laughs) the window because really where compassion comes from is understanding right Mm -hmm. yeah gentleness seeing that person's humanity Mm mm-hmm yeah, and oftentimes if you're spiritually connected, you're realizing your own weakness and your own need as well. So you'll identify with the person who's reacting badly yes. because it's like, well, I've been there, there too. <laughs> I've been there. I needed yeah. help with that. I need help with that. But I can help you now because I'm on a boat, because I'm safe and I'm protected. I can help somebody who's drowning. It's much easier and safer to protect somebody, to help somebody who's drowning when you're in a place of strength you're in the water too if you're drowning too it's a lot harder and it's more easy to be pulled under yourself we're gonna take a break and i want to talk about how we can help each other lean into being exposed mm. and vulnerable mm-hmm. and honest mm-hmm. okay we're back and we are talking about nakedness mm-hmm Who told you you were naked? And why is that so bad? And how can you be free with your humanity, Mm -hmm. reality, Mm -hmm. the vulnerability? We wanted to share about how to lean in Mm. to being exposed. Mm -hmm. A lot of people feel like they're doing good by protecting the other person from their realness Mm. by lying, Mm -hmm. by shielding. and other things not always just connected to a lie but Mm -hmm. just about being authentic yeah I mean being authentic being able to be vulnerable is so freeing and there's always the caveats of like you know doing that with wisdom so it's not normally a good idea to do that in any situation but finding places where you can be vulnerable and understanding when you can be and when you can't be I mean, if the whole world feels dangerous and you can never be vulnerable, that's sad. And if the whole world feels safe and you can always be vulnerable, that's not reality either. So being able to understand the cues and the signs and the relationships where you can be vulnerable is so freeing for people. And so, yeah, how do we encourage people? It's such a gift to be able to give that to others. And I would love to be able to pass that on Mm -hmm. to others around me. I feel like honesty is sometimes met with punishment because now you've exposed your crime Mm. 
whether or not it's a legit crime, but you know, mm-hmm. the child steals a cookie out of the cookie jar, lies mm-hmm. about it, later on mm-hmm. says, I did it, and mm-hmm. perhaps is met with a grounding mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> this may be severe for a cookie, but yeah. <laughs> you know, now it's risky mm-hmm. that I would be exposed, right? Mm-hmm. So then the feeling of, well, it's worth the risk. Mm-hmm. Transition that mindset towards the mindset it's worth the risk. Mm-hmm. Mm. to be exposed because if you live a life of honesty if you live a life of truthfulness then you're actually not in as much danger of punishment mm-hmm. and accusation mm-hmm. and having people attacking mm-hmm. and accusing mm-hmm. you because you are an honest individual <laughs> definitely there's a lot of rewards that come with being honest and one of them is what you're talking about that freedom The freedom to live your life and not worry about something being discovered. And that's a huge release. You can sleep at night. You're not worried about what's going to happen in the morning. Another one that comes up fairly often in counseling is when you're truthful, when you're honest, it's possible to feel understood, to feel known. So if I'm honest with people, then they know me. People will feel that they know me and I feel like, wow, this person really knows who I am. When they love me, if they know me, when they say, oh, I love you, Cyrus, and if they really know who I am, that's very meaningful. If I just meet somebody on the street and I'm walking down the street and they say, oh, I love you, Cyrus, I'm like, oh, well, you're kind of strange. You know, it's like you're just (laughs) saying that you love me and you don't know who I am at all. You just, I mean, I I guess it's flattering, but it's like it's not very meaningful. But if I have somebody and they know really who I am and they say that they love me, that's powerful. But if they don't if they like they kind of know me but then I have a secret and they say that they love me it's like well you wouldn't love me if you really knew me if I really exposed myself to you if I really told you all of my secrets I don't think you would love me so then it becomes less powerful so if you are able to be vulnerable it opens yourself up to being loved Mm -hmm. and if you can feel loved you can love other people Mm -hmm. so being honest is actually about creating the opportunity for love and that's why it's so connected with love i mean that we can talk about truth and love and the values of one over the other but really they're connected in order to be able to be loved you need to be honest and in order to be able to love others they need to be honest and the more that they can do that the more love can be exchanged Mm -hmm. and the less fear of punishment for being exposed Mm. will help you also lean into Mm -hmm. exposure and so i feel like that's an important thing for many people to begin to transition mm-hmm. in this world mm-hmm. that we want to be filled with more light and this is one of the parts that's going to help do that to not add punishment to the truth mm-hmm. is reward in mm-hmm. a sense especially with children you know that they were honest about this thank you mm-hmm. that means so much Mm -hmm. that you were able to be honest about this painful thing Mm -hmm. to your own hurt and that it's something that you appreciate. Mm -hmm. And if we can do that with people, thank you. Thank Mm -hmm. you for that honesty. Thank you for trusting me and that I would be someone you can trust with your frailty. Mm, Yeah. I remember when I was just starting in counseling, when I was learning how to be a therapist, I remember meeting somebody who was very vulnerable and I just remember how powerful it was it was just so powerful to be with somebody who was willing to share who they really were and when they did that in a group it made a group that was much more vulnerable in turn that the group became more vulnerable with each other and how powerful that was and so yeah that ability to model vulnerability to display trust to display that authenticity in relationships just creates 
an environment of safety and trust and authenticity in return, generally speaking. It's a very powerful social tool that you can use. And if you can learn to do that, you can change a lot of lives. And it's good if you can practice gentleness with mm. that. Because mm. I know that some people like off the cuff, overly honest. <laughs> <To the point> where <laughs> Too much information, yeah. <laughs> yes. Know? And uh, maybe just like not even caring, mm. caution to the wind, and mm. being that kind of raw. But there's also a bit of where people can be rude about their honesty. Oh, yes, and yes. It's just like, and kind of controlling in a way, or vicious with it in a sense, by being honest. Yeah, it's very powerful. And you can overwhelm conversations, and you can overwhelm people with it. Mm-hmm. You can be rudely honest, or you can be <laughs> gently honest. <laughs> I like that. I think that's good. I think that's a goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to be in the presence of honesty, that gives you a feeling of life. You know, it gives you a feeling of safety. It gives you a feeling of honor, like be, to be honored with that honesty, rather than to be walking about and to be hit over the head with honesty, or to be surprised by it, or manipulated by it or something like that. Those are things that people need to work on and in a twisted sense can also be a feeling of control and defensiveness. But yeah, life-giving vulnerability is incredibly powerful for healing. And that has to do with intention, to have a person who is honest, but their intention is to put another person down. Mm, yes. Or to make themselves look better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so the intention now isn't to be raw and real and maybe to help the other person, mm-hmm. but to squash them, mm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. or to hurt somebody else or gossip. Protect other people's reputation is something that's really valuable in that vulnerability. Mm-hmm. It may be an instinct. Mm. To kind of know somebody's heart, to know what's really going on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And either because you have already encountered this person enough to know Mm. their responses. Mm -hmm. You can kind of read them. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can grow instinct towards what you know, but you also have it for what you don't. Mm. A person, I believe, for the most part of it, Mm -hmm. has a very accurate instinct Mm -hmm. that they can follow and trust it's almost like intuition like just to kind of know what's happening in that and you don't really know how you know but you just know yes Mm -hmm. and i mean you can go far with that but Mm -hmm. if you trust it if you learn to trust it then it'll help you also see i mean if for people to become vulnerable it can be helpful for them to practice and and as people practice and learn i think that they will get a sense of when it's safe to and when it's not safe to maybe they'll have intuition or an instinct about what's happening around them and hopefully they can learn to trust that to trust their feelings for me when i think about intuition our brain processes a lot of information up front and center like we kind of are conscious about something but our brain is processing way more than that you're probably not thinking about how you're breathing right now or how your heart is beating or things like that but your brain is processing information you're not conscious of or aware of in the moment and intuition or that instinct that you have about a person is that extra processing that you're not aware of but just gives you this feeling like oh this is not safe or oh this is safe and it can also be a spiritual sense that god gives you you know a prophetic sense about what's safe in a situation or what's not safe and those are really important things to pay attention to in the moment when you're thinking about becoming vulnerable or when you're trying to see whether somebody else is becoming vulnerable and how to respond to that person. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really key to developing a sense of freedom where you can trust your gut. You can trust 
that sense inside of yourself about a situation and what's available, what you can do and what you can't. I agree. Mm-hmm. What a great conversation, mm-hmm. Cyrus. <laughs> Thank Amen. You. Thanks so much for this time. Yeah, this was great. Well, that was an honor to get to spend that time with you. Appreciate you tuning in. Please check out more of Dr. Cyrus at maplecrestchurch.ca and at drcyrusdirksen.com. Thanks again and tune in next time for Bridging the Gap. I'm Marianne Rose.